Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on social at BeatOn300. And today, I'm coming to you live from the Chesick Practice Facility, and I'm joined by star running back Ontario Brown. Ontario, how are you today? I'm great, and you? Hey, I'm doing good. It's Friday. You guys, uh, you know, we're already on to that next game week. I know the matching schedule is a little bit different, but you guys are on to Ball State. Uh, you got to practice tonight. You guys going outside tonight? Uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah, I know that. I know it's a little bit nicer out, so maybe a little bit of a nice practice outside wouldn't wouldn't hurt. But um, one thing that I noticed immediately when you committed to NIU was, uh, by the grading system, you're the number one recruit that has you know come to this school in school history. Uh, what does that mean to you, and how did you end up choosing NIU as the school you wanted to play at? Um, that means a lot to me. Uh, just holding that um, responsibility and just playing like it too. Uh, and then me choosing NIU, I feel like my relationship with Coach Hammock is beyond football. Um, him recruiting me, we kind of established that relationship outside of football, you know, getting to know me as a, a person instead of a player. So that's kind of what played in my decision to come here. And then one thing I also noticed too is like you were the first domino to fall in the state of Georgia and Coach Hammock, now he gets like three or four guys from Georgia mm-hmm. a year. Do you do a, you do a little bit of recruiting for him, <laughs> put, in a, put in a good word for some of the guys back in the home state? Yeah, I kind of I kind of do that, especially for uh, South Georgia guys. I mean, uh, a lot of my friends, I try to, you know, put, put them on Coach Hammock's radar and, you know, even Coach Hawk if they're yeah. a receiver. So, um, yeah, it's always nice having those Georgia guys come up, you know, and try to get them a feel of that northern weather. So, yeah. <laughs> get used to it. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you want to play in the pros, you're going to have to get used to playing right. in oh some my. snow. Yeah. Um, for you, though, man, you've you've worked really hard to become the number one back. There's been a lot of uh, people in and out of that room since you've got here, but it's it's your job to lose and you go out there and you play really well uh, week in and week out. So what can you attribute your success at the collegiate level to? Uh. I kind of say just my my work ethic. Uh, I practice like it. I practice like I'm still that guy, you know, playing behind somebody um, for my first two years. Uh, just me knowing that, like, you know, I've, I've come this far to, you know, give up and lose out on anything in this sport. So, yeah, um, yeah probably my practice habits. I really – I work really hard. You know, I study the game, um, and I and I kind of try to reflect my, my work ethic on the field into, like, the classroom and stuff like that. Well, that's good. You got to get the good grades, too, because you are a student before an yeah. athlete, you know. And then last week I got to talk to Gavin. He had a lot of nice things to say about you. What's it like having another quality back in the backfield, especially, too, he just showed up to campus this year, and mm-hmm. you guys are a pretty dynamic duo. Uh, having Gavin around is really beneficial. Um, he's a guy that's going to compete day in and day out. Uh, but not only just compete, and we we both study the game together. Uh, you know those after hours, uh, trying to you know watch film on the opponent that we're playing that week. Um, and then he's just like a mentor to not only me but um guys, other guys in the room, younger guys like Jalen Poe and um Christian Nash. So yeah. um, Gavin is a really good guy, really good person outside of the outside of the sport. Um, and he's a really good friend. Yeah, we got to see a Christian Nash fourth down conversion. Yeah. And Coach Hammock was talking about Jalen Poe earlier, so there might be some opportunities for it. Uh, him if they can find him here at the end of the season. Uh, but for you, the Wildcat formation, you mm-hmm. have been phenomenal in it this year. It allows you to have that uh, that extra blocker in the box. How fun is it? And and can we ever expect a pass out of that formation? Mm. Uh, it's really fun. Um uh... 
just, you know, seeing the faces on the other teams or just them trying to shift into another defense. Where yeah, Rocky is, right. Where's Rocky? <laughs> um, and just kind of conducting the offense. Uh, I kind of did it in high school, um, but like at more at a collegiate level, it's really fun. Um, yeah. And hopefully we can see a pass. I'm not too sure. I have an arm on me. Uh, yeah, that was more yeah. the question. I was <laughs> right. like, do you have the arm? Because I know earlier we saw in the season, uh, they ran like a reverse pass where Trayvon mm-hmm. tried to throw oh, it. Oh, yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I love those type of those, like, trick yeah, plays. Trick I, plays. I know in, in the max, and hey, we might get a couple yeah. of good plays here down the road. So, um, for you, though, last week um, you guys weren't able to win the game, but – Again, the adjustments, you crushed it in the second half, and it's something that you can build on going into this Ball State game. Uh, what are some of the positives that you can take away from that game? Uh, positives, um, as an offense, I think that we, we kind of, like, found our footing in that second half. Um, and going into Ball State, I think from us finding our footing in that second half, we can do it for four whole quarters this game. Um, they have a really strong and physical defense that's really sound, but yeah. we have a really strong and physical offense that's really sound. Um, and then – you know, individually, like me as a running back, I think um, just trusting what I did from that game and taking it into Ball State. Um, I had a pretty rough first half, but um, that second half was something special for me. Like a rough first half doesn't count. <laughs> right. <You get> 167 <laughs> yards, Ontario. Take it easy. Yeah. Um, and then for you, so did you did you grow up like idolizing any running back? Is there someone that you watch every Sunday that you're like, wow, I, I really want to try to run like that when I get to game day? Uh, so for me, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Uh, I played basketball growing up mostly. So, uh, I didn't watch a ton of football when I was younger, but now I'll probably say I really watch a lot of, um, Josh Jacobs or okay. Jonathan Taylor, more of the new age guys that's in the league now. Um, a lot of, yeah, Taylor is, oh yeah. Built different. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really like basketball a lot, so. Yeah. You what uh who's your, are you I'm assuming you're a Hawks fan then right no Atlanta? no no who's uh who's your basketball team uh I like the Clippers but I like Russell Westbrook so are you right. are you ready for the reunion because yes. James, James Harden I don't know yes. if he's playing tonight they didn't play the other night but he will yeah so I'll be watching yeah hey they they could have a chance they, right they got a squad over there so it'll be fun to watch I'm a Bulls fan so our team will be oh our I team, have to catch a game actually yeah Bulls no game. United Center is definitely while you're out here you definitely want to get over there yeah. it's uh a fun spot, especially if you haven't been to a Bulls game before. Um, but for you, you're 157 yards away from a thousand yards for the first time uh, in your career here at NIU, and it's uh, a good milestone to have. But what would it mean to you and your O line to eclipse that milestone here in the final three games? Uh, it'll mean a lot. I think the last time a running back rushed for a thousand yards in the season here was uh 2021 with Jay Ducker. Um, so that milestone probably not just be for me, but for them guys also. We uh. We work hard a lot, even with um, pass pro and, you know, them they keeping me in the game. I had a rough start to the season in my first four games, I think, or three. I'm not too sure. But, uh, you know, just seeing those guys happy for me and me happy for them. So, yeah. I just uh, I just pulled the rankings up. Actually, in the nation, of all Division One FBS players, you're number 13. Wow. So, um, and you're only eh, – I shouldn't say only, but – you can definitely crack that top ten, and top that would be yeah. that would be a heck of achievement. And you can get over a thousand yards too, which yeah. would be awesome for you. But now that you have a couple of years under your belt here at NIU, do you have like three moments that you can look back and say like those are my favorite memories as a part of the Husky football team? Yeah. Uh. So my favorite three moments would probably be uh my first career start versus Eastern Michigan in 2021. Uh. Then later that year, the MAC championship yeah. was really really fun, and then uh. 
I'll probably say the Georgia Tech win. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That, well, that, that was the one that that busted the streak. Right. And yeah. Started, started in my eyes the most fun year I've ever. Yeah. Seen now that was so. really fun. Oh, and then honorable mention probably the Cure Bowl. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Cure Bowl minus the last thirteen seconds. Right. Everything until that lead up was incredible. Yeah. But yeah, and then too that I mean you guys have an opportunity here if you go two and one, uh, you can get to a bowl game mm-hmm. and then. Just considering how last year went, considering how this year has gone, where it's been very up and down, hot and cold, what would that mean uh, to get that bowl game to send those seniors off the right way? Oh, it would mean a, not a lot. Um, having that extra game uh, is really, really important to us. Um, you like that team. extra month of practice. Yeah, right. right. And then not just like uh, going home too early. I like, you know, spending time with the guys somewhat and, you know, just doing other activities, building yeah. that team chemistry for next year outside of, um, you know, football, whatever the bowl activities may be. Um but that extra game will mean a lot. I know, yeah. you know, we haven't won a bowl game in I don't know how long. It's been a little over 10 years. So right. it would be really great to see you yeah, guys. Yeah, for know. sure. So You guys in the, in this, like, uh, last few years have been known as, like, the streak busters. Right. right. You get on a bad streak, you get rid of it. Like, the the home losing streak, you guys mm-hmm. got rid got of that rid of one. Uh, after the 0-6 season, like you talked about, you, you went it. over to Georgia Tech, got rid of it. So, maybe we can find a way to, to get to a bowl game. Yeah, and, for sure. And whichever opponent, it doesn't matter. Um, I did find out earlier, though, that if you guys do get to the Idaho Potato Bowl, you get to dump French fries on Coach Hammock. Mm, that's cool. So that's cool. Maybe we'll get one of those those fun, quirky bowl games. Um, but as far as Ball State goes, so I know Coach talked about it a little bit. More of a physical opponent, but what have you seen from them defensively uh, so far? Um, it's kind of they like resemble a lot of physicality, uh, and a, and a pretty well like stacking the box. Yeah, stacking the box. Uh, I know they probably try to stop the run, um, but I feel like they also have to account for our passing game. Um, that's really about it. Great cover guys, kind of yeah. in the secondary, and a, a pretty sound yeah. linebacker core group. And then coach also talked about uh, the bronze stock. It's a trophy game. Uh, the last time that we won it was uh, a very fun way to yeah. win it, if you will, John Richardson with the walk-off kick. But what would it mean to bring the bronze stock uh, back to DeKalb and keep it here till next year? Oh, it would mean a lot. I feel like um, the way we went out in 2022 uh, with us being up um, for basically the whole game yeah. and, you know, them making a comeback was kind of like heartbreaking. But um, this year we look to take it back. I feel like uh, if we bring that back, that'll um, put a lot of, you know, like mental thoughts inside the yeah. younger guys to, okay, we have something to fight for. This is what we fight for when we play these guys and keeping it in the program. Yeah. So uh, just us being an example for the younger guys below us, um, just letting them know like, hey, this trophy belongs to us and it's going to stay here. Yeah, I like, I like what you said there right. in the press conference. Even though we don't have it, that trophy belongs to us. So uh, that was a good moment, probably the moment of the day so far. But uh, for the fans that will be coming out on Tuesday, just words for them uh, for this big, Rivalry game at home too, because we do have two out of the final yeah. three at home. So, uh, worse for the fans. Um, it's kind of been a shaky season, but you know, um, I know you guys will never give up on us. Um, we love y'all and y- y'all love Husky football. Uh, expect a lot of fun plays from you know Rocky, me, um, Trey. Defensively, expect a lot of fun plays, a lot of sacks. Um. Yeah, I expect that D line to have yeah. a big bounce back game. <laughs> for an sure. Angry James Esser and oh, an angry Devontae and Reyes. Not a not a fun yeah. sight for us. Imagine, imagine practicing against them. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> and you don't get to wear a red pin. Right? You get hit. So yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate for you though. Um, as someone you played running back your whole life, right? Yeah. So you've seen kind of just this um devaluing of the running back position, mm-hmm. maybe not so much at the collegiate level, yeah. 
but once it gets to the NFL level. So as you start to get towards the end of your career here at NIU, mm-hmm. how can you separate yourself from that next running back that maybe a team would want to take a chance on in the NFL? Uh, by basically just my football knowledge. Uh, I feel like I know the game pretty well. Um, I mean, and I, I love it outside of just uh, the money. I don't know if that's maybe enough for um the yeah. NFL. Well, they but... want that's that's the thing with the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's like they want to know that you love mm-hmm. to play football, and I I think you you qualify for that. Yeah, so fast enough, strong enough. Fat, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you, you got good tape. So yeah, a lot of good attributes I have. Uh. I'll say I, I I am aware of my weaknesses. Um, I feel like that's something that I um I am not afraid to say. You yeah. know, um, you got lot, time to attack. Yeah, though. yeah, for sure. And uh, just me separating myself. I feel like um, a lot of other running backs. I mean, I, I mean, the vision wise. I mean, I, I have a pretty good vision. I feel like um, my O line would agree to that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically. Yeah. And I don't know how I waited this long to ask you about it, but. The Akron game. Mm-hmm. Oh what my got gosh. into you? That I was watching at home. Obviously, I wasn't at the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I looked up, it was you and you. your backplate flapping. <laughs> DBs on Akron trying to chase you down. What got into you that game? Um, I'll probably say we got into my O-line that game. Uh, those guys did a tremendous job up front uh, blocking for me and everything. Uh, even the guys on the outside. Uh, and then just me, you know, making that, that extra guy miss, you know, the unblocked guy. So... I mean, probably was probably my, you know, best game of my career here. So, I I mean, if we weren't up so big, I think you could have went. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, for, probably a record or something. Yeah, definitely was had a chance for the record. But yeah, that was uh, one of the probably if not the most fun game that us as fans mm-hmm. got to watch this season. But you have three games left, uh, with the possibility of four. Uh, with a bowl game at the end of it. Uh, what do you look forward to most about this this stretch run? You got senior night, you got the bronze stock, you got Max, and a whole bunch of stuff going mm-hmm. on this last month. Uh, I look forward most to just uh, probably winning out. I really think we can win out. Um, not, you know, putting any, like, discredit towards our yeah. opponents. I just think we can win out. And, you know, it's more so a confidence statement about you. Than yeah. Saying that, and, you know, that's something that Coach always says. It's it's more so about us than that, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I'll probably say just winning out um, – a lot of things to look forward to, the trophy, uh, sending the seniors off right. Just, uh, you know, a lot of things. It can't just be one for me. Uh, just think, you know, us winning out, though, would probably be really huge. And getting a decent um, bowl game with probably some warmer weather. Yeah, <laughs> maybe get you back down right? to the south for her bowl game. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, if it is the Bahamas Bowl, it will not be in the Bahamas. Yeah. Bowl. That was, I was sad for you guys when I yeah. saw that because uh, that would be a fun a fun trip because I know the be. Mac's always uh, one of the teams that goes to that. But um, for you, so you step off that airplane, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, first day on campus, and then you get to the winter. What was that first winter like for you? When you know you've been in Georgia, warm weather, mm-hmm. and you're like, uh, I gotta get a winter coat, I gotta get some right. gloves and a beanie. Uh, so that first winter for me probably was it's not it's unforgettable. Uh, I remember the first day of snow, I was like, No way, like, I no lie, I, it was a big pile of snow, I just jumped in it. I got, oh, yeah, like, yeah a lot of my friends, yeah, you just revert back to being a kid in that moment, yeah. yeah. Um, was not prepared though, no, no big coat, uh, kind of got sick a lot, um, yeah. The yeah, wind, that might have been during the really yeah. weird time. Right it's it's say. more the window out here in Illinois. Uh, I'll probably say because the Central Michigan game, I mean, it was cold, but that wind was yeah, cold. we was and then here too. When you guys play here, I don't know, 
but the way the wind works, coach talks a lot about mm-hmm. it, though, like wind tunnels and being able to play with right. the wind and without it. So. Yeah. A lot of Illinois guys too. There's like, it's nothing to block the wind. So, I mean, I was telling a few of the freshmen yesterday too, though, like, Sometimes this one up here makes you walk backwards. Yeah, yeah, like or you're you. like you're you're going sideways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my thing is, is like because I don't live out in the area, so like when mm-hmm. I'm driving out this way, you take like these two lane country roads. Mm-hmm. And that wind starts to howl. You're oh like, my god! You're like, why is my car moving? I, I, this is a two thousand pound piece of machinery. So yeah, definitely. Uh, you picked a one of a kind place. Mm-hmm. We're definitely happy to have you here. Uh, do you have any final words? Uh, before the big game, the Brown Stock battle on Tuesday against Ball State? Uh, I'll probably say I just hope, uh, you know, a lot of people just come out and kind of support us as we, you know, go on this three-game stretch. Uh, it's been a pretty up-and-down season for us, but um, I feel like me and the guys are still having fun. Uh, and just, to, you know, have a decent crowd to, you know, keep sending the seniors off to, yeah. you know, their last final games. I'll be giving golf claps and fist pumps underneath <laughs> on the press box so I don't get in trouble. But uh, as always, man, it was, it was great to have you on the show. I know uh, you've been here for a while, and mm-hmm. I haven't been able to get you on the show, so it meant a lot. But uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you eclipse that 1,000-yard yes, mark, and uh, I'll keep you posted on where you're at for the top okay. 10 uh, <laughs> after every week because uh, I'll be the stack guy for the team. But uh, with that being said, uh, Ontario Brown, star running back of our NIU Huskies, joined us on the Ball State preview. And on the other side of this episode, I'll be breaking down this week's matchup against Ball State. Ontario, thank you very much. Thank and you. You have a good game out there on Saturday. You too, man. All right, everyone. Now we've had the chance to talk with Ontario Brown for this week's show. Uh, star running back, someone who is top 13 in the nation, someone we look to see eclipse that 1,000-yard mark and, and get to the top 10 running backs in, in terms of yards uh, would be great to see. But on the docket for this week, uh, we have a matchup against Ball State. Home game, battle for the bronze stock. Coach Hammock, all the players stress the importance of returning the stock back to DeKalb. And Ontario, actually, in the press conference, if you go back and listen, I said, even though the trophy is not in our case right now, I feel like that trophy belongs to us. So um, confident team, confident bunch. I know last week didn't go our way, and it is what it is, but it's it was going to be an uphill battle to get to the MAC championship anyways, doesn't really look like anyone's going to beat Toledo. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Toledo in the top 25 by next week, depending on what happens in the ranked games this weekend. But uh, interesting nugget about this game. So we have an alma mater bowl. Uh, Mike New attended Ball State, and obviously Coach Hammock uh, attended NIU. And in the press conference notes, it says the only head coaches in the MAC currently leading the programs at their respective alma maters. So thought that was an interesting nugget and definitely cool. Um, but a lot of stuff was addressed today. So obviously Coach Hammock addressed the the fight at the end of the game. So he talked with Coach Jim McElwain after the game. Uh, obviously talked with the players individually, but he said it would he would be doing the players a disservice to single them out. And from what I've seen in the depth chart, I can't really tell who are the players. Uh, that won't be with us this upcoming week, but I will tell you that we should not be too hard on them, right? It was a mistake. They live and they learn. They're young adults, and they'll have to find a way to rebound from this. But as far as the football side of things go, 
from what I saw and what I heard today in the press conferences, the players are locked in. Obviously, the weeks are all different. They have a practice tonight. Uh, tonight is Friday, obviously, so I'm recording this Friday afternoon. But they'll study film over the weekend. They'll practice a couple more times. And then before you know it, we'll be back at Husky Stadium on Tuesday uh, trying to will this team to a victory and one step closer to an opportunity to go to a bowl game. And we haven't won a bowl game in over 10 years. You heard what Ontario said about what that would mean for the program and how we can find a way uh, just to send our seniors off in the right way, get an extra month of practice, all, all sorts of things come as a benefit uh, to getting that bowl game. Again, too, you get to play an opponent. Uh, it's an actual non-conference game, so it's a fifth non-conference game uh, against a team that we maybe haven't ever seen or haven't seen in a while. So uh, always rooting for these guys to get that done. And Central Michigan, like I said, going into the game last week was probably the toughest opponent that they had left on the schedule. Luckily for them, now they play uh, Ball State, Western Michigan, and Kent State. Kent State, <laughs> Kent State blew a 17-point uh, lead in the fourth quarter, I want to say, against Akron. They're terrible. Ball State last week, they lost by three. The Bowling Green head coach, uh, he, like, didn't kick a 43-yard field goal to make it a touchdown game, so they went for it on fourth down and got stopped. And Ball State drove down, tried to kick a 52-yarder as time expired and was – I mean, the kick was money. It was just a couple yards short. So uh, they played a tough game against a team in Bowling Green that – Probably a similar level team to where we are in this year in the MAC. Obviously, they're on the east side of things, but yeah, I mean they both played tough games. And then I can't I can't recall if I saw a Western Michigan score. Maybe they play on Saturday. But as far as Ball State goes, coach talked about you know it's a power running team. They have a quarterback, and I watched the game last week. The kid threw for like a hundred yards, but also ran for a hundred. So. It's a guy that maybe isn't all the way there as a passer, can still hurt you with his arm, but someone that looks to run the football and runs the football very well. Uh, Deron Gilbert talked about in, in this press conference today that in order to stop a guy like that, you kind of have to, to load the box, make sure he's not able to escape the pocket or climb the pocket and, and find throws later on in the play, and you, you make this guy beat you with his arm. Hopefully – uh, the team can get off to a quick start on the offensive side of the football. One thing that was talked about from the offensive players in Trayvon and Ontario, as well as Coach Hammock in the press conference, was just the importance of getting off to a fast start. We have so many good halves of football, but it's about putting together that consecutive four quarters of football in the same game. Not, you know, not the half at the end of the last game and the first half of the next game, like we have to just find a way to play four quarters of football. And if we can do that, then there's no reason why they can't go two and one at least should be able to win out and get us to a bowl game. I mean, if they win the rest of their games, they finish the season seven and five, a very respectable um, record considering all the circumstances of this season. And I think too, the beautiful part about a college football season, right, is is the ebbs and flows. Coach Hammocks specifically said that in today's press conference, not 
that exact quote, but the, that there are ebbs and flows throughout the course of a college football season. And I can sit here with confidence as someone who saw the team in the spring game, seen the team throughout the years. Like I'd like to think I, outside of the, the people that actually work at NIU, like I watch as much of this team that I can. And I have a pretty good gauge on what should happen on any given game day. And I'd like to say that offensively and defensively, they have continued to get better throughout the season. And we as fans, that's all that we can ask for. Maybe the results aren't all the way there, but if we get to a bowl game, if we win that bowl game too, like if you get to the bowl game and win it, you have a chance to win eight football games this season out of 13. Potential. You know what I'm saying? So it is of the utmost importance for the older players in the program, the guys that won't be with us next year. It is of the utmost importance for the younger players that are going to get these opportunities down the stretch. Coach Hammock had mentioned a couple players uh, like Jalen Poe in the press conference today that may see um, snaps here towards the end of the season. But it's about us. It's not about them. We go in there. We play our game. Rocky holds on to the football, protects the football. The guys are able to catch the passes we need to catch, and Ontario and, and Gavin run all over their defense. Like the defense will be able to play a good enough game for us to win. There's no way that they're going to put together back to back stinkers. I don't, I just don't. And I think that going into this game, it's it's very important for our guys up front for James Esther, for Devontae O'Malley, for Ray Thomas, for the blitzing linebackers, for whoever is going to be going after the quarterback over at Ball State uh, to keep him in the pocket. Put your hands up. That passes down. Like, just create havoc. The strength of our team is that defensive line. And, yeah, like, similar to the defense, I don't expect them to have two non-ideal weeks in a row the defensive line has to be pissed. Like they kept showing, um, they kept showing uh, just individual shots of like James Esther. And you could just see it, man. Like James is a competitor. James, you don't care about the accolades. He doesn't care about the awards. He wants to win football games and make his teammates better. And he looked visibly upset um, in the game out there on Tuesday. So uh, with that being said, I, there's no shred of doubt who I'm going to right for my defensive uh, pregame player of the game, and that's going to be James Esther. I mean, the guy, NFL quality player, someone that's a captain, someone that we've seen grow uh, throughout the years with this team, and someone that I absolutely trust to go out there and give us the best chance to win a football game from his position, doing his one of one out there on set or out there on Tuesday. Um, offensively, I think it comes down to this, right? Like the coaches talked about it. We talked about it. You have to get off to a fast start. If you don't get off to a fast start, then you put more pressure on the defense. You absolutely need to make those stops. And if you don't make those stops, then you start having to chase the game. And we've seen, we can come back in games. It's no big deal for us to put together a second half run, but if you slap like five more minutes on that game against Central Michigan, we'd probably win. So it's like, it's a matter of finding that balance of, as the players talked about in the press portion, you know, that routine, the 
maybe the scripted part of the game, executing that, you know, getting out of the gates hot and then letting the chips fall where they may after that. Instead, in the, in many games this season, we've struggled to, you know, get out the gates to start the game. And then, you know, we get to halftime and we don't, you know, we don't really have any points. This week was a different story. A couple missed kicks in some terrible conditions and we couldn't finish drives. But then in the second half, it, it was a totally different team. So it was frustrating to see, but in a game where it is a rivalry game, so as to quote Coach Hammock, you throw the records out the window, it is going to be a cold night, maybe not as bad of a night as last week, but a tough game. This is just Midwestern football. It's going to be run, run, pass, punt for a lot of it, and I'm hoping that our guys can just find a way at the end of the day to have one more point in the opponent because I definitely don't want to go into the final two games of the season having to win both of those games. I can take a look and see if they have anything listed as far as like FPS or or FPI or on the books. Okay, wow, Jesus Christ. We're definitely not covering that number. Uh, the numbers for this game is NIU minus 10.5 and, and the over-under is 43.5. So just for reference, right, uh, Bowling Green was minus four and a half last week, and they were at home against Ball State, and they did not cover. They won by three. Uh, their, their head coach is a domestic terrorist. You can't punch it in from the one, but that's a, another story for another day. But, yeah, listen, um, we'll, we're going to win the game. I just don't know if it's going to be by 10 and a half points. So um, I would not suggest laying that number. Uh, if there was any bet that I would look at being an out-of-state guy, I would definitely try to maybe play a team total. Because I think that in a game where the over-under is 43 and a half, uh, yeah, there's no – Listed team total 43 and a half. We're minus 10 and a half. We're probably going to have a team total under four touchdowns, maybe like 22 and a half, 24 and a half. I think that we get to 28 in this game. We got to 31 last week and we did not even have a fully functioning offense in the first half. We had three points in the first half, score four touchdowns in the second half. Give me 28. Say twenty-eight to twenty-one. Twenty-eight to twenty-one final score. Uh a tough game, hard fought game, a game that is won on the ground and in the trenches, a game that is won off the back of guys like Ontario Brown and Gavin Williams and our, our offensive line. Maybe we see Logan Sharnis this week. That would be phenomenal. Love to see Logan get back in the lineup for this game. But yeah, I it's gonna have to be an identity game. It's gonna have to be Tough defense, turning over the football, pound the rock, and then pound the clock as well. But also when they load the box and they expect us to run, that's when you throw you throw one over the top to Trayvon Rudolph or to Grayson Barnes or to Chris Carter. So a balanced attack, but I would say if I had to lean one way or the other, I'd say tough defense, run the football well, and we should be able to run away with this one, no pun intended. But on the offensive side of the ball, um, between the two backs, so between Ontario and between Gavin, I'd like to see two touchdowns and 200 total yards.
200 rushing yards from the guys this weekend can be done for sure can be done and two tutties um defensively james esther up front creating havoc i have him at least having i'm gonna say two tfls a sack and five total tackles and he'll create he'll create a turnover whether it shows up on the stat sheet or not uh whether it's a a pass a pass pressure a tipped pass a fumble whatever Love a James Esther interception. I don't care. He's getting his hands on the football this week. That's a guy that is going to be out there playing possessed on Tuesday. Um, other than that, I mean, I look forward to another opportunity to get back out to Husky Stadium. Never take these games for granted. I love coming out, watching the team in the press conference, doing the show, all of it. I mean, I'm very blessed to, I guess, just be in the position that I am, right? Like, I have the freedom to cover the teams that I support. And yeah, I don't do the Bears show anymore, but I filled that slot in with with picks, with NFL picks and college picks and talked about the MLB and all sorts of stuff. So I know maybe, you know, your boy's not on ESPN yet, but I still take immense pride and enjoy in doing the show every week. And it always gets to that point of the season where you're like, shit, we only have three games left um, and then a bowl game. So it would be four, but we're getting towards the end of that season. And then once football season's over, I just like, I wouldn't say I hit a wall, but I'm not, I mean, I like the bulls and I like the Blackhawks, but I don't, I don't get divulged into hockey and basketball as much as I do with college football, the NFL. And then I'd say my third place sport would be the MLB. So I just, I'm going to miss Husky football when it's gone. So it's definitely good that two of these three games are at home. I look forward to getting back out to Husky Stadium. Uh, and senior night, too, is upcoming next weekend, too. So that'll be uh, some good moments here in the final month of this season. But we will find a way to will this team to 6-6. Six and six. They have to get there. They have to get to a bowl game. They deserve it. And uh, we'll be here to cover it for you guys. But – uh, with that being said, like I said earlier in, in the in the preview, I have 28 to 21 this week. I got Ontario Brown and Gavin Williams uh, combining for 200 plus total yards and two touchdowns. And then James Esther, five total tackles, two TFLs, a sack and a turnover created. But I look forward to covering this one. I look forward to these guys getting back in the winner's circle and uh, just look forward to matching. I mean, it's uh I still get Saturday and Sunday and there's hell there was games spend college football. There's just football every day. So it's like day 30 of the 50 days of football. I am in heaven. Found out yesterday there's a Black Friday day football game. So that is incredible as well. But um yeah, just football guys trying to uh get the podcast and the information to you the best way that we know how. But um proud of the way the guys battled uh, to get to this point of the season to still have an opportunity. Uh, to get that extra game and to to break that streak of not being able to win a bowl game. So one week at a time, Ball State's ball is not a state, actually. I don't know how I have messed this up the entire podcast, but yeah, ball is not a state is on the on the docket for the guys. I look forward to seeing that bronze stock coming back to DeKalb and staying in our trophy case. And let's just find a way uh, to not have to win it in walk-off fashion. Maybe a little bit less stressful this week, but you know, 
now that I said that, it'll be a nail biter down to the final whistle. But uh, with that being said, make sure to follow our socials at Huskies on Tap and at Beat on Three Hundred. Make sure also to give Ontario a follow at Ontario dot underscore on Instagram. I gotta find his Twitter. Uh, I messed that part up. I was like the first time in a very long time uh, that I messed up the Twitter. But maybe he just doesn't have Twitter. Yeah, it doesn't look like he has one. So. Is what it is. Uh, appreciate Ontario for joining this week's show. I appreciate you guys all for tuning in. Look forward to seeing some of your guys' faces out there at the game on Tuesday. But I got nothing else for you guys. And as Mama would always say, Huskies by a thousand and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drinks living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.